What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of Between Two Tackles. I am your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, are my two good friends, Dean Maltabano and Ray Volo. In episode two, we'll be going through our winners and losers of the Senior Bowl and a little bit of review there, and then take a deep dive into the best position group in this draft class, the edge rushers. Fellas, how are we feeling after that Senior Bowl? Feeling good. Hoping for uh, some redemption from last week that's for yeah, sure yeah you started you started out tough uh in in episode one but uh i think you've rebounded nicely ray how you doing bud i'm doing well dean seems like he's in one of those moods i feel like i'm about to put up with some bullshit but <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how we're gonna see how it goes we have not seen his rankings and the guys have not seen each other's rankings um so this should get interesting um all right let's get right into it ray will be starting us off with his first winner of the senior bowl ray who you got I mean, I think this one's pretty easy. I'm going Jermaine Johnson, edge out of Florida State. Um, I think he came into the uh, the week as like a fringe first, you know, fringe late day one, early day two. People weren't really too sure if one year after transferring from uh, Georgia, but he showed that he was the best player there, in my opinion. He was elite off the edge with his strength. He's long. I think he measured in at like six, uh, four. What was, let's see. His, let me get his measurements real quick. Yeah, he's 6'4", 259. He's big, perfect for a D-end. I thought maybe he would be a little bit more of a like stand-up off-ball linebacker, but I think he could do that too. But I think this week just showed that um, he belonged and he's probably locked in for day one now. I'll get into more details on him later because we got edge rankings today, but uh, he's my number one winner. Yeah, I uh, I definitely agree. I mean... He was just absolutely dominant um, in the one-on-ones, even against guys like Trevor Penning and, and Zion Johnson. Um, yeah, can't hate on that at all. Dean, who you got as your number one winner of the senior bowl? Really quick before I get into that, uh, we've obviously discussed this, but I really believe that this year the senior bowl will have maybe its greatest effect on the draft maybe ever. Um, that was obviously because of just the sheer talent that they have and they brought in there by Jim Nagy. Um, obviously did a great job. And I really think the crux of all that talent is really just in the trenches. So um, that's kind of why all three of my winners are going to be in the trenches. We'll obviously get there. Um, As you know, I really just wanted to shed some light on the guys that you don't want to be behind in a Taco Bell drive-thru. I really think that (laughs) needs to be said. Um, First, we're going to go Perrion Winfrey. Our senior bowl MVP, plain and simple. If you don't get more than two hands on this guy, you will regret it. He had three tackle for losses, tackles for losses, I think. And he had a pair of very impressive sacks, in my opinion. One showed his crazy, excellent motor. Um, and then the other one had great gap penetration involved. Um, I really see him as being... Fairly scheme specific, though, um, as he'll most likely need to be a three tech and a four three. Um, but he really is a guy who definitely solidified himself in the top 50. I know he was right around there, but I think he's going to be just a great early, early second rounder could possibly go at the uh, at the end of the first. But that's probably unlikely. Yeah, uh, I mean, he was dominant all week. Um just pushing back offensive linemen and what we've seen from Aaron Donald over the past few years, not saying this guy is anywhere close to Aaron Donald. <laughs> um, but if you can get a guy who's not just a run stuffer who can get to the quarterback from the inside, um, 
it just makes your team so much better. And you hit the nail on the head too um, with the guys in the trenches being the clear cut winners of the senior bowl. I think a lot of people went into the senior bowl expecting um, the quarterbacks to really stand out and show out. Um, but these guys in the trenches specifically on the defensive line made themselves a ton of money. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how far some of these guys rise. Um, all right, we'll go back to Ray with his second winner of the senior bowl. Yeah, before I get to that, Dean, this isn't 15 minutes at open mic night. Uh, please put away <laughs> the pre-planned jokes because that was fucking miserable. I like Taco that, Bell, but the joke sucked. That was that was something Manger would say. Shout out Manger. That was fucking brutal. Um, that, that's real. That's real though. You know, you know the pain when you're behind someone who's taking 20 minutes and you're drunk at a Taco Bell line. Come on. I I, I don't even know what to say. Just get back to business, I guess. The uh, audience will relate. I, I too like Dean though. I'm sticking in the trenches for my second winner. I'm going Logan Hall out of uh, Houston. You love this guy, dude. This is, I know I heard about him coming it's into so the weekend. I, I heard about him coming into the weekend. And despite my jets esque bias, this guy's, I think my biggest, probably not the biggest winner, but my biggest riser through this process. The guy is massive, like six, six two seventy. Some people call him a tweener, but, I think that kind of uh, doesn't do him justice. He, I think he's just versatile. He can, I think he can be a base end in a fucking in a uh, like a wide nine technique. I think he can kick inside on passing downs. I don't know if I'd cl- clarify him as an edge just because it's a passing league, and I think his best ability to get after the passer is going to be lined up as like a three technique, shooting yeah. those gaps. But he's fast. He has violent hands. I don't want to get too much into him because we're going to save it for like. Uh, I guess our rankings, but I have some, I have a good comp for him. And I think that I honestly don't, I'd be surprised if he gets out of round one now. I think that's how good. Yeah. I think he's versatile. I think someone's going to fall in love with him. He's a luxury pick. I do like the scheme versus. Yeah. I think that's exactly. I think that's exactly correct. He's definitely a a luxury pick. His teammate last year, I'm pretty sure rose to the first round too. Right. Um, Yeah, he did. What's Uh, his name? The name is escaping me. Um, Oh my God. I just had had to. But I completely agree. Um, the guy was again Peyton dominant. Turner. Peyton Turner. Yeah, that was kind of a weird pick. Um, I think Logan Hall is much better than than him. Um, but I agree. He's definitely um one of the biggest risers for me after the senior bowl. We'll keep it rolling right to Dean with his second winner of the senior bowl. Dean, who you got? Wouldn't feel right if I went three people in the trenches and I didn't stay true to the between two tackles name. Let's give me some. Let's give me some Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. Honestly, hear it a ton of times. You hear the phrase "mean streak" gets thrown around all the time when a guy gets really violent and definitely uh, kind of almost starts some fights here and there. Douchebag's um, the term. Douchebag. <laughs> Yes, or that. Ray, or that. Ray, didn't, Ray didn't like that because he was bullying Tyree Smith. All <laughs> fucking. I mean, I loved it, but let's, bullying let's be, him. Let's be real, dude. The guy was being a fucking dick. He was no, a little, a little, <laughs> a little. But no, he really does. He really does kind of define that term. If you really want to know what that means, you just watch him, Trevor Penning, and he'll show you. Uh, almost a fight. I think every play I saw him at senior senior bowl week, and uh, I loved it. I'm sure the coaches loved it. Um, Really, the biggest surprise for me was, and I, I just, I can't harp on this enough. Six six three thirty, and the guy was moving like he was on Dancing with the Stars. Ah, uh, he's fluid, 
oh my gosh, I couldn't, I couldn't stop watching. It was like a fucking dance. Um, but anyway, was that obviously he's from Northern Iowa. And when he was against some premier talent, it did kind of show sometimes, you know, one or two snaps against that big competition. They got the better of him, but um, I think he definitely propelled himself into the first round without a doubt. Um, love me some Trevor Penning. Yeah, was that a the Dancing with the Stars joke? Was that scripted too? That was no, it was not at all scripted. Two for your first two players? No, no, no. Um, we don't do that here. Two We're off the cuff. Two? I'm gonna do it for every. That was off the <laughs> cuff. I just said that. The only one that wasn't was the Taco Bell one because that was kind of like the line before the guys. When I get into the guys, I don't really have much scripted at all. All right, fair enough. Let a brother know though when it's coming. Just, just hit me with the text first. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. He was definitely the most impressive offensive tackle. Um, and I think he definitely solidified himself as a first round pick. Um, so we're going to wrap up Ray's winners here with his third winner. Ray, who you got? I'm going to stick on the offensive side in the trenches. I'm going Zion Johnson. Um, not one of the, my biggest risers because he was my number one guard just coming into the week, to be honest. But I think he won practice player of the week. I'm pretty sure that may have been between both teams. I'm not positive. What, I think it was just on the American team, but, um, but you may be right. He, I mean, he moved. He, he moved over his center position. He's never played. He, I'm. Pre- I saw him playing, staying after practice, like practicing his snaps. Last person on the bus. People love that shit. Um, I don't want to overreact and say he's a guaranteed first round pick, but if I'm the as a Jets fan, I don't. I'm very wary that he's going to fall to us with that first second round pick at uh, 35, and I want him bad. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. Right. Yeah, uh, love the versatility. Love that he's trying to play center too. He definitely, uh, he definitely got moved a little bit um, on his first few reps against Travis Jones, who was moving people all week in those one on ones. That's a big mofo. Um, that is a he big is mofo. Huge. He is fucking huge. Um, but after a few reps, I definitely felt like he held his own um, in a new position. Um, so I definitely agree. Zion Johnson, a huge. Huge winner in the Senior Bowl. And we'll wrap up Dean's third winner here. Dean, who do you like here? All right. Right here. Um, is I, I feel like I wanted to go a little different. Um, not a not a big, big winner. Not someone that uh, a lot of people, a lot of, you know, renowned scouts are really talking about. Is they, they, They'll say he had a good week, but definitely not one of the top winners. So I definitely wanted to talk about him. And because I, I genuinely like him a lot. Um, is Majai Sanders from Cincy the edge um now i'm gonna say a little bit more about him because i'm also gonna you know refer to him later as an honorable mention um he really is a guy who had a really underrated 2020 jesus spoiler alert just honorable mention (laughs) that's not that big of a deal honorable mention yeah just honorable mention that's why i'm (laughs) gonna kind of talk about him now and then i'll just say that he's an honorable mention later but um anyway he had a really really underrated 2020 season Seven sacks, ten and a half tackles for loss, um, only in ten games. Um, obviously, that was the really uh, weird COVID season. Um, but uh, you know, we saw his production drop in twenty twenty one. But I basically saw him do everything at the senior at, at the Senior Bowl week in practice and in game. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of people talk about his first step explosion, which is definitely there. But he got to the QB in just a lot of different ways, which I love to see. Um, he, I saw him run tackles over. I see him show his showcase his flexibility, getting bending around the edge, 
He had a crazy spin move on Filele, which I know next time they had a rep together, he actually uh, defended it really well. And he had great hand power for, for a guy who's a little bit slender. Um, he came in at 240, which I do not like to see, but he plays powerful for someone who's 240. Um, again, this is more of a field guy. If he gets 10, 15, maybe 20 pounds, I know that's a little bit crazy saying 20, but if he gets to 10 to 15 pounds, he's closer to the 260 area. Um, as a weak side, 4-3 end, I think he'd be an absolute steal at the top of the second round. Um, I like this guy and where he could possibly be. Yeah, he's definitely uh, a little bit frail. Um, I'm not sure how much he can fill out, um, but he is a freak. The first step is crazy fast, um, and he does use his hands well. Um, I just don't know if he's going to get bottled up too much um, yeah. by some of these bigger and quicker offensive tackles. Um, he had a, he had a th- really, really th- good sack, strip sack, actually. Um, yeah, I, th- I think nice a, the rookie year may be um, a little bit of an adjustment for him because he is a little lean um, and just figuring it out. His, his counter moves, his second moves um, will be interesting to see. But I agree. I do like the player. Um, just not sure how well his rookie season is going to go. Um, so we're going to transition over to our losers. So each guy picked two losers. Um, we're trying to keep it on the lighter side, you know, pick three winners, pick only two losers. Um, and we'll start Positive with vibes only. Huh? Yeah, like Positive vibes only. Yeah. No, this is, a, this is definitely a feel good podcast. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start with Ray with his first loser. Ray, who do you got? Uh, I'll preface this by saying I don't, I still like the player, but, I think he lost himself a little money this weekend, and I'm going to go uh, Roger McCreary. I still like him as a prospect, but those sub-30-inch arms, I don't see him staying in the first round like that, personally. If Maybe in the back end, but I, I think he's more of a second-round pick. I think the team's going to view him more as a nickel now. Good nickel, sticky man coverage, but I think he's just lost himself a little money this week. Yeah, definitely hit on him um, last week during our mock, and we, Dean and Ray kind of had a Differences of opinions. Um, do like the player, but agreed. The arm length is semi-concerning. Um, Dean, who do you got as your first loser from the senior bowl? You know how I love to get out of the box. You know I love it. Let's go someone who didn't even show up, who actually skipped it. Oh, um, I hate you. God, I hate you. Before we, get there, before we get to the name, the big reveal. Um, we saw a ton of receivers who were low on a lot of people's boards, make a ton of money, really down in mobile, mobile, really kind of show out actually at all different kinds of position at receiver too. um, between Watson, uh, Jalen Tolbert, uh, Khalif Shakir, uh, Calvin Austin, the speedy guy, uh, out of Memphis. Um, I can't really help, but think back on the opportunity cost that was left on the table by John Dotson. You're 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 uh, not in seat. I can't play. He would have killed it. I think that that would have guaranteed him um, really his spot in a top 20, maybe even top 15 pick. I mean, I love his tape, but I feel like he would have really just rocketed himself up there. To yeah, he would have. I mean, I just think he would have eaten up corners out there. He especially in those one on one drills are are meant to, for corners to fail, honestly. Exactly. Um, even though some corners had uh, some good reps in those one-on-ones. Um, Reary had good reps. I mean, who would have stopped him, honestly? Um, 
I, I get where you're coming from as a loser, not showing up. Um, I still think he <laughs> is solidified as, as a number one, as a number one um, in the first round. Um, Ray, how do you feel about that? Loser, loser, loser. <laughs> guys sucks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, I think the teams, when if teams just want to see you play, I feel like, I feel like it could, would have only helped them. I mean, yeah. I don't know what his reasons were if, for skipping, but it's always good to show up. Fair enough. All right. We're going to roll on to Ray's second loser. Ray, who do you got here? Uh, I'm going someone who I also included in uh, last week's mock draft. I'm going uh, Darian Kennard. Love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, as a pr- he just he he just seems a little too scheme specific to me. I don't see him sticking at tackle. He doesn't really move too well. I know like he, that was something he was trying to work on. They were saying, but I see him more as a scheme specific guard, and I don't see that being picked in round one. I think he's more of a day two guy now. Still could be a good player in the right system, more of a power gap scheme, but um, I think that he may have caught himself some money this past week. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Um, didn't really love his one-on-one reps and um, just didn't really stand out. I know a lot of the offensive linemen had tough weeks um, with all the talent on the defensive line, um, but agree probably cost himself some money and may slip out of the first round. Um, we'll have to see about that. So we will move on to the final loser for the fellas uh, for the Senior Bowl. Dean, who you got here? Um, I got Kenny Pickett. Now he didn't have a bad week. He really didn't. Um, it's easy to obviously blame the inclement weather for the first day and a half, two days. It's also easy to blame the small hands. Yes. And then obviously it's easy to blame the small hands. Um, (laughs) dude, they're not small. He's just double jointed. Yes. He's just double jointed. Oh gosh. Um, like I said, guys, (laughs) Um, <laughs> didn't have something bad. to say about that, but yeah, de- definitely a no comment on that one. I plead the fifth, but um, but I was definitely sold, and I've said this to you guys several times. I was sold on Kenny really kind of matching his tape this week. Um, well, during the senior bowl week and just kind of separating himself from the pack. Um, a ton of other quarterbacks, all the other ones in the top five, whoever you want to call out, they're there. Um, they're close to Kenny because of traits and traits alone. Um, but Pickett has the best tape, in my opinion, by a lot. So I thought he would kind of, you know, solidify himself, and he didn't. And I think he's not going to be the first or maybe even second QB taken. And in this draft, lackluster QB, um, obviously, lackluster QB group, I could see him almost falling out of the first, probably in the second. That's a hot take. I like it, though. A little spicy from Dean. I know like this was a, I know, at 32, but I, I don't know. I think Pitt probably will go – I think of, you know, I think of the commanders, I think of Pitt, and I think of Detroit. Uh, that's, I mean, and maybe the Saints, but I think the Saints probably go receiver. Uh, I Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I know he was your number one quarterback going into the week. Um, do you still feel the same way or no? Yes, definitely. Okay. All right. Uh, now that we're talking about the quarterbacks, quick segue. Um, we're just going to do a quick stock up, stock down. Um, for the rest of the quarterbacks that were in the field, right? We'll start with you, Malik Willis. Stock up, stock down. Got to be up. Uh, being coached by the line, showing off that athleticism. Not really my flavor for QB. I think you got to win in the pocket, but that's going to entice some people. I know Mike Tomlin was drooling there saying, 
I cannot see them taking a rookie quarterback. I can't but I can also see, but I can also see them taking Malik Willis. I can see, I see, I can see. No, I can see those crazy bastards just like like spreading these rumors by themselves, like just like pushing, like pushing them up. They seem like the type of people that do that. <laughs> All right, Dean, you got stock up, stock down for Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Um, that's honestly a good one. Um, I feel like it's almost. I feel like by default it kind of has to go up a little. Um, I would almost kind of you can say neutral. Of, yeah, I would it, say almost neutral. I'm gonna be honest. Someone just needs to fall in love with the fact that you know make they may make an, enough of an excuse in their head that he just didn't have enough talent around him last year. Um, I don't think he really showed it a ton uh, during the Senior Bowl week. Just had some inconsistent days. That's really it. It was a prototypical Sam Howell game. Yeah, a rushing I, touchdown I, and, and and fumbling play. <laughs> yeah, he's just not. Yeah, I mean, not it um, for me. I do like the player. Um, it was just again, like you said, some inconsistencies, um, especially in those one-on-one throws, um, especially down in the red zone. Felt like he didn't do a great job there. Uh, but we'll move on. Ray, you got stock up, stock down for Desmond Ritter. Um, from what I saw in the game, I'm going to go stock up a little bit. I don't see him as a day one guy. I love my Cincy boys. Shout out Luke Fickle. But um, I'm going to go stock up. He made some good throws. Uh, I see him more as a day two developmental guy, but I also don't think that's a bad thing. I think I think getting drafted in the second round, maybe sitting a little bit, learning. I think if you see in the past, I think it definitely helps with success of younger quarterbacks. Nothing wrong with sitting yeah. and learning. Yeah, agreed. He uh... – Definitely helped himself a ton in that in that game because his week of practice was honestly pretty pathetic. Uh, just so many inconsistent. He he misses a ton of th- easy throws, especially yeah. misses high um, a lot. Um, but did look good in that senior bowl game. Kind of underthrew. Um, I forget who it was on a on a big play. Um, I think it was did make Watson. Some good, yeah, maybe. Um, but did make some good throws. Um, and I think he definitely helped himself in that game. Um, we got Dean here, stock up, stock down for Carson Strong. Oh, that's a stock down. That's a stock down. He just didn't, elaborate. didn't have uh, <laughs> didn't have a good week. That's fair um, that's it's really all really all you could say about it. He, I, I mean, what I watched, I don't know if it's because I know that he has the lingering injury, um, his leg, but. It just didn't. I know that he actually did start out pretty strong. Is um in the inclement ah. weather, I think his first day or two, he was actually. I like that. One, right? I like that, one. <laughs> <laughs> that was so manger. Yeah. That, that, that one I hate that we. I hate that we've mentioned manger twice. That was obviously already. No more manger talk. Yeah, no listen. more manger. No more manger. <laughs> Believe me, I don't want to know manger. Our audience definitely doesn't want to know manger. Um, but uh. Yeah, no, he actually started out pretty strong. They said that he uh, looked like he had a lot of pop off, off a lot of pop off his hand um, that it actually kind of came close, was the closest to rivaling Malik's. And he was able to drive it through, uh, you know, the crazy win and everything. But he was just he was just man. I, I this quarterback class, I I almost never want to talk about them, if that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, think we're saving, I, <laughs> I think we're saving them for uh, somewhat late in the uh, position rankings because uh, agreed we, the Jets have our quarterback in the future, Super Bowl winning quarterback, Zach Wilson. Um, so we don't really want to talk about these quarterbacks and they kind of stink. Um, but I agree. Carson strong. I feel like a lot of people had some pretty high expectations for him 
being a huge riser during the senior bowl um, and just expectations didn't really pan out. Um, so we'll move on to the last quarterback of that group. Ray, you got stock up, stock down for Bailey Zappi. Uh, I'm just going to go neutral word. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, probably not a bad, pro- not a bad project. Didn't like look too out of place, I guess, but uh, backup. Got potential, a noodle you know? Yeah. Backup potential maybe. And also something that we're not considering is the interview process. That's probably, oh, that's probably the biggest process of them all down there. So, and we're not really in the scoop yet, yet being the keyword. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm just going to go neutral. I have Kyle on the speed dial though. So we're uh, all set on the jets beat. That's good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that was our, uh, our senior bowl review. Um, just also wanted to quickly mention a few other guys who definitely were winners this week. Damian Pierce, running back from Florida, Christian Watson and Jalen Tolbert, the wide receivers, um, Travis Jones, the defensive tackle from UConn, who I mentioned earlier, um, had a great week, looked really good. Um, a couple more edges that also had good weeks. Uh, Boye Mafe and Arnold Ebiquete, um, the edge from Penn State, uh, as well as Jesse Lucchetto, also from Penn State. Got a shout out, my boys. Um, they both looked great. And then in the secondary, Jalen Petrie and Tariq Woolen also had good weeks. Um, and then just quickly, my two losers, uh, Daniel Falele, for a big guy, got moved around so much by this defensive line class. Um, I did not like the way he looked at all. Um, and for people that were saying that he was a bona fide first-round pick, I do not see it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my other loser was Cameron Thomas, a guy who I really liked coming into the week. Um, couldn't play because of injury. Um, and I just think with all the edges that looked so good this week, um, I think he might have hurt. I mean, injuries, yeah. you can't you can't predict that. Um, but I think he may have lost some money um, with his injury, which is really, really unfortunate for a good player like him. Um, but, yeah, so that was our Senior Bowl review. So now we're going to move into our edge rankings, and each guy will select his top five with a few honorable mentions. Um, and we'll start with Dean with his first honorable mention. Dean, who you got just outside your top five? Um, just outside, um, give me some Ajay Sanders. Um, he's just outside there. I think I have him slated as number seven. Um, and, uh, you know, we really went deep into him before when the senior bowl recap. So I'm just going to kind of leave it at that. Go next to my boy, Ray. Fair enough. Ray, who do you got as your first honorable mention? I got to shout my Buckeyes. I'm going Tyreek Smith. Um, I love how he was competing with, um, pending during practices sure he didn't get the best of all of them but he competed i saw him win some reps he's got some um he's got some tools and i think he can be a rotational player that you draft in, on day three yeah that, that was there was actually a specific rep that uh they had that that i was kind of referring to when i said that penning also you know when it came to great competition coming from northern iowa that he got the best of them um and push, pushing him down into the uh into the goalposts <laughs> you don't like yeah that. no he he got that was a good battle though i like seeing that yeah no that's great i i mean guys just trying to make some money right trying to feed the family definitely um so dean who you got as your last honorable mention just outside your top five last honorable mention um as an edge prospect um i know he played inside um but a guy um in that bulldog defense um who really played most of his edge work 
don't be smiling, you motherfuckers. Um, who played most <laughs> of his edge work in when they when they were in their uh four two base, four two five. Um, played a ton of edge. He actually did that more than people think. Uh, he was able to put his hand in the dirt and get after it and also do it while standing up. <laughs> I <don't... laughs> oh my god tell sammy to go upstairs yeah I, um, wish the, but, uh, I wish the fans could see ray's reaction i know that was amazing you can't do that that's cheating um anyway five-star recruit <laughs> crazy athletic um i love his upside so uh really give me really give me trayvon walker yeah, to be honest, um, I was just laughing at Ray's interaction the entire time. I did not know who you were talking about the entire time. No, no, time. I was, um, but, it was so hard to talk. It was so but, hard to talk. He looked but, so fucking angry. But I agree. I actually, that was amazing. I do, I do like the player. I like his versatility inside, outside. Um, <laughs> that was amazing, though. All right, uh, we'll move on to Ray's final honorable mention. Right, who you got? Hate when you get interrupted in the studio, you know. Um, Brutal. <laughs> we don't make enough for this. Yeah, dead ass, fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> in regards to Trevon Walker, I do like him as a prospect. I just want to point it out, but I'm going to talk about him on D line day. I don't really view him as an edge per se, but uh, my last know. my last honorable mention is going to be Boy Mafe out of um, Minnesota. I'm really high on this guy. I watched his tape the other. I love it. I watched his tape the other day, and he's very explosive off the edge. He impressed during the senior bowl too. I wanted to make him a winner, but I decided to hold off till now. Um, he has, I think, he has a very high ceiling. Um, could be with in regards to sacks. I mean, t- it takes some time. He's a little small, but um, I think see him as a future ten sack guy. He kind of reminds me of Yannick Ngakwe a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, he's got like the comp. Gonna get a little bit more. Needs a little bit more seasoning. A little slim. But, I think I a little slim, a little bit more seasoning, if you, especially if he wants to hold up in like a four three end. But um, I would love him at the top of round two with one of those picks for the Jets. That's all I'll say. Yeah, two sacks, tackle for loss, and a strip sack on uh, on Sam Howell during the yeah. Super Bowl he game. Knows, he knows where that ball goes is. after the ball. He, he goes knows where that shit is, and he has yeah. he's pretty long arms too, thirty three and an eighth inch. Um, yeah, I like him a lot. Just outside, I think he's number six. Cool. All right. So we are going to move into the fellas top five for the edge rankings. And we'll start with Dean at number five. Dean, who do you got as your number five edge rusher? Number five. I off the bat, not a big fan of this guy, Um, (laughs) but he's definitely he's this is definitely lowest. I could put him uh, fifth um, in the edge rankings. Um, It's going to be Ojabo um, from Michigan um, playing that weak side for Hutch boy. Um, but he only has five years of football under his belt. Um, and I could see why people make the argument for him having potentially the highest ceiling, uh, out of all the edge rushers in the class. Definitely see it. Um, I see him as almost certainly needing to be, um, really a three, four outside linebacker. Like it's almost like it's a need. It's not a, it's not a want. It's not a possibility that he needs to do that. That's why I see a lot of people, you know, putting him at eight to the Falcons. Um, I could I see him being incredibly careless in the run game. Uh, that will need to drastically be improved um, at the next level. But uh, the potential of his raw tools will uh, make him a high pick nonetheless. That's just how the draft goes, boys. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're going to roll on to Ray with his top five. Um, Ray, who's your number five edge prospect? Um, Dean and I are on the same page. I'm ashamed to admit I'm going David Ojabo. 
Um, pretty much see what he sees. I see him as a three, four outside linebacker. So that Jets bias kind of knocks him down a little bit for me. <laughs> very, uh, very uh, raw. Like we said, uh, I think he's only been playing football, like Dean said, five years coming over from Africa. Uh, he's long, uh, very athletic. I think he definitely benefited from playing alongside Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, he's got to improve on his strength to, in order to set the edge against the run. And he kind of reminds me of Aziz Ojolari a little bit coming out of Georgia last year. But Ojolari was better against the run. In my he opinion. looked good. Yeah. I mean, Ojolari had a good year. Um, yeah. Sometimes it takes some good coaching, um, especially these guys who haven't played that long, um, to change a player. But I agree. He's probably – Fifth or just outside my top five as well. We can um, just—I just want to point out—we we could easily look like absolute assholes right now because he, yeah, be he could be like a twelve to fifteen sack guy in like three, two, three years, and just we'd people would just laugh at us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I'm used to people. Nobody like nobody likes revisionist history. We yeah, got some bad. We got some bad takes uh, <laughs> over the past few years. That's for sure. And nobody ever goes a hundred percent with this stuff. Um, so. You know, got to take what we see and uh, and give it to the people. Um, so both guys had David Ojabo uh, from Michigan as their number five prospect. We're going back to Dean. Dean at number four. Who do you got? Um, I'm going to be brief with this guy because I know Ray will probably harp on him a little bit more in depth. Um, I'm going to go Jermaine Johnson. Um, I have a feeling Ray's going to have him at three, though. But but I got him at four for me. Uh, he's the most dominant player at the Senior Bowl regardless of position it's not even a debate um i'm just telling you an absolute fact like two plus two equals four jermaine johnson is the best player at i don't know ball. ask nikki about that one because he was, might have a different, might have a different answer please tell me who <laughs> excuse me yeah i gotta tell you who he has we're talking about no, two no, plus no. he two. might have a di- he might have a different oh answer, oh yes <laughs> oh oh yes Yes, our friend Nick has some um, atrocious math skills. Damn, right over my head. Um, God but um, goddamn, can he write though? Come loud. Got <laughs> <laughs> uh, out West Virginia. <laughs> come loud. Uh, but he's uh, extremely. He was extremely productive for the Knolls. Um, this is actually calling by surprise. Um, I didn't even know this that he had eleven and a half sacks last year. Um, I thought it was on the the underside of uh, double digits, but yeah, he was disruptive. Um, it was shown in the tape. I'm actually surprised I didn't have him this high in the beginning. I don't even think I had him in the top six. So um, bad, bad, you know, bad take on my part. Uh, but I really believed he proved he could be an edge guy in any system. Very versatile. And he'll be an impact starter day one, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely talked about him a lot. Um, I'm sure Ray will hit on him some more. Uh, Ray, who you got as your number four edge prospect? Uh, I'm going the Greek freak, George Karloftis. Um, I had him a little yeah. higher earlier in the process. I lo- I like him as a prospect a lot. He's a big 6'4", 270, classic strong side end in a 4'3". He, can, he looks like an edge rusher, though. He's like a little quick. He's got a little quickness for him, like something you wouldn't expect. I'm curious as to how he tests overall, though, and I'm very curious to see his arm length. I can't really tell how long he is. He I, don't, I think it's just because he's got that beefed-up body. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, kind of, kind of like a. <laughs> I feel like he kind of reminds me of like AJ Epinesa. Um, I like that. Just, I, I was thinking uh, Derek Barnett. Just a little kind smaller. Of. I was thinking mm, Derek like Barnett, just a little better and a little. That's, that's an interesting one. Um, yeah. I think he can probably even kick inside on some passing downs. He's versatile as shit, and he's a high floor. 
but um, I kicked him down to number four because of the ceiling. I don't think it's as high as my number three guy I'll talk about. Cool. All right, so Dean, we're going on to your number three edge prospect. Who do you got at number three? I'm sticking with Carl here. Um, just going to harp on him just a tiny bit more. Um, George Karloftis. I'll call him Carl. Um, but uh, really the best power rusher in the draft. Um for my for my buck, uh, really at Purdue, he more like most likely. I apologize, more likely to be double and triple team than I am to get Taco Bell when I get drunk, um, and that's off the cusp, motherfuckers. Yeah, okay. Um, but anyway, no, no free advertisement for Taco. No Bell. No free advertisement, and but this holy is bullshit! Sponsor us, Taco Bell. I don't need money. I'll get paid in. I'll get paid in uh, crunch wraps. I don't give a fuck. But uh, hey, if he duplicated his, you know, his freshman year in 2019. Um, we'd be talking about him being potentially number one overall. Um, but that obviously wasn't the case, but I think, you know, exactly what you're getting with Carl. Um, just like Ray said, uh, very high floor. Uh, he's going to be an everyday starter, every down starter, um, from day one, in my opinion, uh, just, I don't think he'll ever probably not ever is, is actually a strong, strong word. Um, but, uh, he's not really a guy that's going to be a consistent double digit sack guy in my opinion, but still a really good player. I, I like, I like George Karloftis a lot. I, I think he's slipping too much in people's uh, drafts. Yeah. Had him very high um, in our first mock that Dean had him going, I believe pick number seven or five uh, uh, to the New York giants. Um, so obviously Dean really likes the player. Um, we'll see how far he falls. Uh, and now we'll move on to Ray with his third edge rusher. Ray, who do you got? I mean, before I get to my number three, every time Dean says Carl, I keep thinking Carl Weezer. Like, Carl, Carl, <laughs> Carl, dude, what the fuck? His name's Carl Loftus and his name is George Dean. Get it right. Damn. Fuck. He would beat the dude, fuck out you, of Dean. You, you, so I'd love to see Dean versus Carl in the, in the cockpit. In the cockpit? <laughs> oh. oh, that'd be amazing. Honestly, I can't, I can't get off this, though, in my head. Just imagine what George Carl Loftus is fucking Taco Bell order is. I, I would I would pay any amount of money to see what these freaking trenchmen. I, I would love to see what they get at Taco Bell. I would actually that'd be an awesome, awesome, uh, like an awesome fucking little, seg- uh, little segment for segment. us on the pod. I couldn't think of segment. An awesome ESPN segment. Yeah, might just have to DM all the uh, first rounders and ask what their Taco Bell order is and uh, see what we get back. How many, yeah, how many responses do you think we can get? I feel like we can make that a thing, Sauce. All right. We'll yeah, like some day three guys, big horse day three guys. I'll see what I can do. You know, I have a lot of pull in the community, so uh, we <laughs> we'll, see, we'll, see, <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Um, okay. So back to, I, yeah. Back to number three. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about my boy, Jermaine Johnson. <laughs> I thought you already won. <laughs> no, I didn't go. Dean's Carl thing. I know. Me. I don't want to hear him talk either, Sauce. Let yeah. Go. So, Hurry up. Uh, Jermaine Johnson, I love this tape. Um, when I first watched it before the senior bowl. Uh, I had him, I think, as my DN4 or Edge 4, rather. Um, but the senior bowl just, I think, it just kind of proved me right a little bit of what I what I saw. I think he's versatile as hell. He can be, he can stand up. He can put his hand in the dirt. His intensity, it actually like jumps off the screen. He's an alpha on that D line, which I think everyone loves as as an edge player. You want someone who's going to bring that energy to the fucking defense and have everyone feed off of him. He was clearly alpha on that Florida State team. Um, I see him, his ceiling. I mean, he may take a little bit to get going and everything. He's a little older as a prospect. I think he was a Juco guy, but yeah. he's, he's the type Last of guy. Who, you, baby. 
he's the type of guy who can be like a 12, 12 plus sack guy in the right system. I think he's high upside as an elite pass rusher. Um, I was, I, I think I was watching Ekwanu against uh, NC State, and I just literally just kept staring at Jermaine Johnson. I couldn't, I literally couldn't even watch uh, Ekwanu. But um, and my comp I think I have from it kind of reminds me of Montez Sweat a little bit. I don't know. Hmm. Sounds like you have a crush. I don't hate. I don't hate that. Just a little I bit. I don't hate that. I don't hate that comp at all. Um, so we're gonna move on to our top two edge rushers, and both guys um, have Kayvon Thibodeau as their number two edge rushers. So um, we'll let each of them speak about Tibbs here. Um, so Dean, what do you like about Thibodeau? Here's your number two prospect. Um. So. I actually had him um, early kind of above Aiden. Um, I mean, I, I know a lot of most people did. Uh, he was, I know, the clear runaway favorite um, betting wise to be the for first a, overall pick. A whole year. For like a basically. whole year. Exactly. And that's what I mean by early. Like I'm talking about months ago. Um, but I went back to it. Um, it's just Aiden's year was nuts, especially towards the back half. Um, I know he had an underwhelming um, game in the uh, in the semis of the ch- uh, championship, but uh, really, uh, the first thing you see with with Thibodeau is crazy first step, awesome motor. He's just got everything. He has high football IQ, great awareness, um, perfect, perfect three four outside the linebacker. Um, obviously, gr- does everything. Great angles of pursuit. You could really do it all. I know. I know some people. Uh, if you want me to harp on maybe uh, a negative, a bit small. Um, I do want to kind of say really quick though. I did find it really interesting. We were hearing a little bit of buzz from the Senior Bowl that uh, teams are not nearly as high on this guy as as scouts are, which I which I found shocking. But uh, but yeah, no, definitely an easy top, a slam dunk top five pick in my opinion. Did you say he's a little small? I'm, I'm, I, did you hear me speak? I don't, that's why I think I'm, maybe I said I if you had, if you had to fucking press me down and give you a negative, that would be my negative. Is that okay with you, Ray? I mean, say it to his face. I like him, media. Say it to I his like him about- face. He was, he on, on tape, he looks, on tape, he looks a little small. He's, what is he? He's on the, he's on the lighter side of 250, maybe six, 250. Six, five, 250. Yeah. What ESPN has him at. Yeah. Give, give, give me, his Taco Bell order needs to have a, a at least two more Contrap Supremes on it. Maybe a Chalupa, and then we'll talk. I like them big, Ray. How do you not know? Taco, Taco Bell's going to have oh, Dean's face plastered like all them. over the walls and saying, please don't let this guy buy any more Contraps. I'm just I'm just curious if Dean's getting paid on the low and just not it's telling crazy. us to promote this. It's kind of fucking crazy. Every time he says Taco Bell, he makes like a cent? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm at least at, I'm at, at least a quarter by now. But uh, I... No math right magician, but, uh, uh, yeah, so uh, Tibbs, he's, I mean, to not, he's, I mean, he's got everything you want as an athlete. He's like, if a blank canvas and you just get him, like, it's like, okay, like, that, put that guy as fucking edge rusher and we'll just teach him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, like, like, whatever. Oh, six, yeah. six, five, 250. Like you said, his first step is crazy. Um, he can play with his hand in the dirt. He can play standing up. Doesn't really matter. I think I see him as a true edge. Like, I don't really want him dropping into coverage. I want him to go kill the quarterback. Um, his production, like you can't really complain about that. I mean, I guess he got hurt a little bit and he wasn't his motor wasn't always there. And but and I guess as a negative, he just relies too much on that like God given athleticism because he could just run, he would just run around and run through people occasionally. He's got to improve his hand usage and 
get a little bit more of a plan, but in the right coaching, all pro potential. Yeah, I definitely think uh, his ceiling is higher than both of your number ones. Um, I also have him at number two, um, but the ceiling for Thibodeau, you just said it, in the right scheme um, with the right coaching staff, if they can get somebody to light a fire under this guy's ass, um, I agree. All pro, pro bowl player. Um, just has all the makings of an unbelievable edge rusher. Um, so we will move on to the number one player, um, possibly in this draft, the number one edge that both of you guys have, Aiden Hutchinson, the edge from Michigan. Dean, what do you like about Aiden? Uh, first and foremost, um, you know, I'm taking him at one if, if I had it um, over revenue. Um Really exceptional hand usage. His power is astonishing at times. Um, I know there was one going around um, a play on uh, on uh, Ray's Buckeyes where he just destroyed. I, I forgot who, um, but I lost so much fucking money on that game. I, I was gonna say was oh, that Pettifier, but uh, disgusting just amounts of a, money. A great on that prospect. Game. Uh, just destroyed a great first step. Another guy who has it all. Um, he gets off blocks with ease, um, really assumes a favorable point of leverage. Uh, the Again, if you're pressing me for, for a negative, um, a bit goofy sometimes, but um, I'm I'm very goofy guy, so I love it. Uh, give me more goofy in the NFL. I, I feel underrepresented. Uh, that's about it. Dean well, looked, shaking he, his head violently. I mean, oh, he's the exact size that your your boy loves. Six, Dean, six, two, seventy. I want him pressed on me. My bad, my bad. The fact that you just I mean, that, I'm that, not, I'm, I'm, no, 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 we're not cutting that. I'm not, I'm going over it, though. <laughs> the fact that you just try to slip in that he's goofy, quote unquote, and that yeah. you are goofy, too. So you guys are similar is fucking insane. Yeah, there the is nothing. There is not one. Similar trait between you and Aiden Hutchinson. There's not, not, a, not a singular one. Put on tape of me at high school and, and doing a stalk block and Aiden Hutchinson at Michigan, you'd actually need to blink a few times. Yeah. Okay. And I'm notoriously a Nick Bosa lookalike. So I, I, I you know, I'm going to chalk that up as being athletic. <laughs> okay. I'm, gonna, I'm just worried. Um, yeah. But Hutchinson, it's, it's hard to get me to talk good about these Michigan clowns, but. Uh, (laughs) clearly number one player on the board. I wasn't even buying into it really much, uh, middle of the season. And then when Ohio state played them, he was a fucking man possessed that he's fucking mean too. Like he's just, he just looks like a mean dude when he played. he was chirping. He was just absolutely abusing, uh, petite free air, the entire offensive line. Uh, his production, exactly what you want. He's just what you want. I think in a base end, I would do dirty things. For him to be a jet, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely my number one player. I don't see that changing by the time the draft comes. Damn. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, you. that's definitely. not saying much. You do dirty stuff for way less, but but I, I like the sentiment. <laughs> all right, feel good about that one for sure. Um, all right, so that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening, and hopefully, you enjoyed our senior bowl review and got some more insight into this class of edge rushers. Come back next week for our first division preview where where we will go over the AFC East um, and some team needs in the first round and continuing our position rankings with the wide receivers, which is a class um, with a ton of talent. So we're going to have a lot of guys to go over there. 
Um, as always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and stick with us as we go through the 2022 offseason. Fellas, appreciate you. Love you, love you, you boys. Sauce. Peace.